What if I told you your bestie started her own podcast? Hey y'all, welcome to the first episode of Rodeo Queen with the queen herself, me. You know what it is, but in all seriousness, if you don't know who I am, do not look it up. Thank you, and let's jump right in. I know this quality is going to sound like I'm talking into the voice memo notes of my phone, and it's because I am, so let's ignore it and move on. In today's episode, we are discussing the horse girl to hot girl pipeline, the basics. This is a topic I know far, far too well, so I'm here to share what I've learned in my journey thus far. To start out, let's outline what it means to be a horse girl. And I don't care what social media has told or shown you, but it is not glamorous. A horse girl is obviously a girl who owns or has her own horse or horse says, and then decidedly makes that her entire personality. I will not be sugarcoating this. We are not well-liked. And if you are not involved in any extracurricular activities, you're a horse girl, babe. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Next, if your hair is one length and not because you cut it that way, but because you actually chose the opposite. You chose not to cut your hair because it matches your little horse Timmy's tail. No, I'm not speaking from experience, and so what if I am? This next one might be a little triggering, and I am literally clenching my cheeks as I say this, but the truest sign of being a horse girl is imitating or making horse noises when there are no horses around. I'm not going to repeat this. I will not be demonstrating, but if you're looking in the mirror and realizing this is about you, then I'm virtually holding your hand because we're in this together. Now, before I go any further, let me state my credentials because I am the subject matter expert. I was a horse girl. To those that know me, that's not shocking. But in the off chance that there's someone listening that doesn't, I'm going to quickly run down what qualifies me to speak on this. Number one, let's start off easy. I had horses. That's like the entry level into horse girl-ology. Yes, that's a word. Look it up. I had six horses if we want to get into the details. Number two, I had seven shirts. Seven shirts, that's normal. No, it's not. Seven shirts. And please take a Wild West guess on what was on each of them. Mind you, I had seven shirts thinking I could wear one to school each day. Let that sink in. Each day of the week, including Saturday and Sunday. I said I was a horse girl, not that I was a smart girl. And, you know, it's not the cutie girl shirts you see in the stores today that they're selling. Like these shirts had literal families, herds of horses on them. I said that shit with my chest. I'm going to leave you with that image. Moving on. Number three. I used to make horse quizzes, quizzes, exams to hand out at recess that my friends could take to learn more about horse culture. And if you're wondering if I graded and scored them, yes, I did. Moving on. Four. I was playing horses at recess. Duh. We're moving on. We're moving on. 
Number five. Crushes, relationships, cute. <laughs> like the ones where they actually like you back, right? Where they do that at. <sighs> it was giving who shoddy on the left, but you on the right for me. Moving on. I'm done talking about this. And the last one, because I'm feeling very, how do you say, vulnerable. And I'm saving the worst one for last. But ultimately, what makes me the doctorate of horse girlology, another, another trigger term, look it up. I was drinking water from the same bucket as my horses. A bucket, mind you, that got cleaned maybe once a week. How do I know? I'm the one cleaning them. Did I have perfectly good drinking water in my own home? Sure. Did that matter? No. Uh, I'm really surprised how I'm here today, why I didn't have worms, and why some kind of slime mold inside my intestines didn't bring me to my knees. But I said it before, and I will say it again, this is not a glamorous lifestyle. And I really want to stop there because I feel like I exposed myself more than I needed to. And I have plenty more embarrassing stories, but for now, we'll leave it at that. So now that the hard part is over, because I am literally sweating, let's talk about my ascension into stardom, the big leagues, hot girl era, because without a doubt, my humble beginnings made me who I am. A total cliche, but true. But trust me when I say that now, I'm a cool girl. I'm a cool girl. I'm a, I'm a cool girl. I also got pipes. So here is how I hoedown, honky-tonked my way into being a literal 11 out of 10. Don't fight me on this. I am who and what I am. Number one, being hot is not about physical appearance. Is this thing on? I repeat, being hot is not, not, N-O-T, about physical appearance. Duh. We know this. This is the most obvious one, but I had to say it. Number two. I like to call this Captain Obvious point number two. Being at peace inside inner beauty, babe, will take you further than what you look like on the outside. I know. I know. It's boring. We've heard this so many times before. Groundbreaking. I had to say it. Let me say it. This is literally what adults or your parents, whoever tells you when you're like 12 to 17, when you're feeling like the ugliest person in the room. And as much as you want to believe that's true, you just don't. And it sounds dumb, honestly, but I promise your time in the sun will come. And it tastes so good. But you, you got to wait. You got to be patient. Now, moving on to some more practical items. Number three, stop. Stop creating scenarios in your head of an unrealistic version of yourself. Okay? Let, you're imagining a person in your head that looks nothing like you. I'm sorry. I know. I know. 
But maybe you're imagining a person inside your head. That's you, but how you wish you looked like. For example, you've got really crooked teeth. Look, that was me. You've got really bad skin. (laughs) Once again, present. Hi, how are you? No. No. You're imagining this idealistic, baby smooth skin version of yourself in your head doing all this cool shit talking to your crush walking down the hall so effortless like no i'm stopping you right there it's unrealistic what i want you to do is picture the you that you see in the mirror every single day doing all of that stuff all of this idealized version stuff that you're picturing in your head that's you boo Picture it how you are now, not who you want to be. Number four, be realistic. I know. Let me finish. Let me finish. I know. I hate to say it, but take a break from looking at yourself in the mirror. I know. I know. I promise the more you're not nitpicking at your flaws every minute of every hour of every day, You really just start existing, bro. It's crazy. I could talk about this for hours. But the more you associate yourself with being a living, breathing, conscious human being, the more you stop stressing about what your external appearance is. You float through life because you're not perceiving how you look and commenting on how you look every single day so just take a break from the mirror i'm gonna get real vulnerable i used to get ready with all the lights off because i didn't want to look at myself sometimes you just get tired that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying which leads me to point number five i am literally begging you to let go of external validation (laughs) i know let me finish let me finish Let go of external validation, not forever, because I will be the first to admit the rush I get when another girly compliments me on my outfit, I will ride that high for days, chasing, chasing that feeling. Your crush, don't even get me started. I will turn into the heart eye emoji, don't play with me. But you really have to be your own hype person. Be your own hype human Picture what your favorite person would say, then say that shit to yourself. Train your brain to turn external validation that you would want to hear from other people into what you're already telling yourself. I promise you two things become so much easier. One, receiving compliments without feeling weird. How many times have you had someone say, oh my God, I love your haircut. Oh, I love your dress. And you're like, no, oh, this, no, thank you so much. But you're, you're way cuter. No, we're stopping that. And then you just become comfortable walking through life. You're not waiting or expecting anyone to validate you because you already know who you are. So all I'm saying is, hear me out, take a break from receiving external validation Like you can, you know, accept it, be nice, whatever, but do not internalize it. Hype yourself up and then you can revisit. It's a game changer. Trust me. So 
the last one because we're getting into some really deep lessons. I'm going to leave you with the best for last. Of the basics, mind you, this is just the basics. Like what you like. Like what you like. How exhausting is it following trends that you don't even care about? Pretending to like Degrassi when you really like Saddle Club? Uh, hello? Me. I was Carol. Being unhappy with yourself is the most boring thing in the world. I said it. I want to see you throw that ass in a circle for my little pony if that's what you're into. If it's Ted Lasso, okay, so be it. I don't care. Figure it out. Then buy seven shirts because you need to be evaluated by a licensed professional. And I know the urge to fit in. It's hard. It's hard. You can't follow these all the time when you're trying to fit in at school or college, work, blah, blah, blah. You want to get along with the people in your surroundings. I get it. That's why you remind yourself each day of the things you need to do to tap into that inner confidence, to make that outer confidence shine, baby. Like I said, these are just the basics. I've got plenty more, but this is entry level. Okay? This is the first step. And if you can change overnight, hell yeah, do do that. I support you. But if you're like me and have to keep little reminders on a Pinterest board that you save on your computer so you can start over each day, then good for you too. Do that. Anyways, I know I hit you with some deep introspections in this first episode. I feel so close to you. Oh my God. Are we dating? Or maybe I didn't read the room and you just listened to me mouth off for the last, I don't know, 15 minutes. Either way, I don't care because I'm happy that you're here. But I do want to leave you with some parting thoughts. If I've learned anything at all, there are bright sides to being a born and bred horse harlot. At least now, anyway. One, the horse girl aesthetic is in, boo baby. So to everyone who was bullied about wearing their Justin and Ariat boots to school, eat my ass, love. You can't see me, but I am throwing up the heart symbol. Being okay with yourself is so freeing. (laughs) And I said okay. I did not say happy. Not hypercritical. Not overly infatuated. Just okay. Not to be controversial, but we are all just little meat skeletons, which sounds so reductive, but it's so true. External shells. I'm not going to get existential on you, but I'm going to leave you with that. Lastly, I'm going to be petty with this one. But when you do have that internal and inevitable external glow up. Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all own me. Let me just say there is no one I wanted who did not want me back. I'm going to leave it at that. I know. I'm going to leave it at that. If there's one thing I know about being a hot girl, it's that some folks who weren't giving you a second glance or even a second thought are now the ones asking, Who shoddy is on the left? And guess what? You on the left, baby. But do not let that go to your head. Remember what I said about external validation? 